0: now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. Well, tonight, you know, I want to talk to us about powerful living. And what does it mean to live in power? You know, how can we have live on this Christian life and have power? Okay, well, I read my Bible every single day, I pray every single day. Does that really produce power? It edifies yourself. Yes, you should be praying every single day. Second Timothy. Having a form of godliness, but denying its power, from such people turn away. Hmm. So there are people out there who have this stamp on their forehead. I'm a Christian. I'm I'm a believer of God, of Christ. They're having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people turn away. And so I want us as Living Faith Church to be a church that's powerful that believes in the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God. You know, it's funny is that when a little fly flies around and lands on your neck, mm. you feel it, it's a small little fly. Sometimes you know, even little ants, makes sense like heart, right? You feel a little ant. But what more with the power of God? They say, oh yeah, the power of God's in me, how do you know? I just, know it's called faith. Yeah, but what's the proof you have? See, when you touch an electrical socket, you're going to feel it. Mm. And so my question for you is this. Have you experienced God? Have you experienced God? I'm not talking about experiencing God in the sense of, uh, oh, yeah, God worked this miracle in my life. That's a testimony of what he's done. I'm talking about experiencing God. You know, uh... We used to have a friend who used to be a Jehovah's Witness, I don't say any names. And my argument there was not argument, but there was a little little further debates of like, you know, the Bible and yada 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 and Jehovah Witness very versed in the scriptures. But I could ask the question, have you ever experienced God? And the answer was no. They had a head knowledge of God, but no actual revelation of who God is. And so in living powerfully and having a powerful living, it's not about having the head knowledge of God's power, but you actually experiencing the power of God in your everyday life. And so I would like us to read the first scripture here, is 1 Corinthians 4, 1. Pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy So we are called the religion of love. It's like God is love, right? Now, I know some churches out there are a horrible display of love. They're out there picketing and turn or burn or whatever, whatever right? So I apologize on behalf of all of those nutcases. that But the Bible is a Bible, a story of love. Pursue love. And here's what, what we're told to do is to earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially you may prophesy them. And so here's the crazy part is that a lot of churches are not doing the exact thing that, that we're told here in Corinthians. They're just saying, pursue love, love thy neighbor, love your enemies. And that's it. No more desiring spiritual gifts. No more prophesying. It's just and that's where Timothy, the first person very earlier, was the aspect of like a form of godliness, but denying its power. So why is that? Why? It's because it takes faith. It's like, it takes faith for us to say, you know what, yes, I believe in the supernatural. Yes, I believe that God can move spiritually beyond my wildest dreams here. So first I wanna talk real quick here is, how do we then desire spiritual gifts? The spiritual gifts are so many of those words of knowledge, prophecy, healing, discerning of spirits. There's so many different gifts out there. But today I'm talking about specifically speaking in tongues. Question, show of hands. Who's ever spoken tongues before? Okay. Who's heard of speaking in tongues? Okay, good. Good. So first off, the question is, what is this power? The, what, what is this power of speaking in tongues? Matthew 3.16. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, and at the moment, heaven was open, and saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on Him. You know, the image of the dove is the image of the Holy Spirit, right? Jesus did not do any miracles until after this incident, that the Holy Spirit came upon Him. Jesus did not do any miracles until the, the, he was baptized now people say oh i've been baptized in water but it's showing here to us it's a different event he was baptized and then the spirit of god descended on him like a dove luke 24 49 i'm going to send you what my father has promised but stay in the city until you be clothed with power from on high, Here is Jesus giving His disciples this command. Don't leave, stay here, don't do nothing until when? Until you be clothed with power from on high. So He say, don't do nothing until you have the Holy Spirit. And so some of us here are living our lives, and, our, and the church as well, are living our, our church life without the power of the Holy Spirit. And so that's where it really dawned on me. But I've been praying about well, what is the direction of this church and yada yada yada. I was like, we, we can't do nothing until we first have the power of the Holy Spirit. Mark 16 17. And these signs will accompany those who believe, in my name they'll cast out demons, they will speak in new tongues. 1 Corinthians 14 4. Anyone who speaks in tongues edifies himself, but one who promises edifies the church. So, in talking about the power of the Holy Spirit, He's talking about what is tongues But someone says like, you know <laughs> Here's a joke they say about college If you want to speak in tongues Say, I should have bought a Honda But instead I got a Yamaha." Okay? Should have bought a Honda Instead of bought a Yamaha. <laughs> say that 10 times, you're good. Just joking, just joking, just joking That's, that's blasphemy, but anyways <laughs> That's funny <laughs> right? So anyways, and so um so, where does this power come from? Where does this tongues come from? Where does tongues come from? Romans 8.26. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we are pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. Someone asked me this two weeks ago when we did the whole prayer over the paper and saying, like, why are you praying in tongues over the, the five things? What does that do? What is exactly, what is it that you're doing there? And here's what it is, Romans 8, 26. Leave it up, please. We do not know who we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes. So when someone's praying in tongues, they're praying in the Spirit. You don't know what they're what saying. But the Spirit is praying specifically for you, on behalf of you. Does that make sense? So for example, I may be praying, God, I'm praying for this door opportunity to open up for me, please. That we pass through. I'm praying that in English, in my language. But then the moment I start praying in tongues, my spirit's like, oh no, God, that guy's going to screw him over. Do not open that door. Keep that door shut. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Because I don't know what's going on. But we don't know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit itself is seeking for us to do the wordless this So yes, I do make my petition made known, and give my petition to God in words, in English, but then I just go ahead and go right into tongues. And uh, if you ever come here during a of times, you may hear in the room over here, and I all the in tongues. I gotta say this though, is that, when you're praying in tongues, it doesn't matter how holy you are, it doesn't matter how holy he is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not praying as you, you're praying in the spirit. Does that make sense? And your spirit has a connection to God. So where does the power come from? Right? Acts 2 4. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So we heard we saw the earlier verse, go back to Romans 8 26. Please. The Spirit helps. Next verse. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in tongues as the Spirit gave. So where does this whole idea of speaking in tongues come from? From the spirit himself, the spirit himself. Stephen, I have a question for you. How do you know it's of God? What What is the devil? What is the devil using people to speak this gibberish? Can I just say this? Do I believe that the devil does cause people to speak gibberish? Yeah, the devil cannot create. The devil only imitates. God's creator, the devil cannot create. How many of you guys know there are zero counterfeit pennies in the world? Mm. There's a ton of counterfeit $100 bills. Mm-hmm. And all of counterfeit gold. I remember going to Mexico and she was like, Don't buy the bling bling, otherwise your skin will turn green green. You know, I was like, okay, don't buy the counterfeit, I get it. So, anyways, that was so funny because she had this heavy accent. I was like, Wait, what? She's like let me put it this way don't buy the bling bling otherwise your skin will turn green green so anyways but here's the interesting story that just because there's a counterfeit hundred dollar bill doesn't mean other hundred dollar bills are all counterfeits no one makes a duplicate a counterfeit of something that's not of value so is there counterfeit speaking intelligence absolutely I pray none of us here have that, do that, but that shows me that the devil knows there's value behind speaking in tongues, which is the reason why there's counterfeits. Think about that. Chew on that, swallow it, and digest it. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, Acts 19:6. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them. And they began to speak in tongues and prophesy. Laying of hands is such a powerful thing. It's the impartation. When someone says, Let me lay hands on you, or can you pray for me? It says, Yes, let me put my hands on your head. That is, let me impart into you and pray over you. Does that make sense? It's the aspect of the hand is a powerful gesture. Mm-hmm. In, in back in the Indian days when there was no original Indians, they would put their hands and think, How? Right? Mm-hmm. Saying like pretty much a cup in peace. It's in this day's world, a contract signed is fine and dandy, but it's the handshake that simplifies, okay, this is where an agreement is. It's not just being forced to sign, we're actually the hand, such a powerful thing. Our pastor, Patrick Cornell, wrote a book called Shaking Hands of God. And it talks about the whole book is about the hand of God and the power of our hand. Don't be careful where you put your hands to, uh, you know, what you, what you hit, what you lay hands on. So it's such a powerful thing. When Paul laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and began to speak in tongues and prophesied. Now, why do we have it? Why is it that we even need tongues? See, the Bible, Jesus gives us this whole uh, thing here, saying that I'm here with you, I'm doing all these miracles, but he promises us, when I leave, I'm giving you something else that's called a comforter. I'm giving you something else, aside from me since I'm leaving, this is the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit is in you. You have the Holy Spirit. But the question is, Are you? is the Holy Spirit dwelling in you? And dwelling in you is a different thing. 1 Corinthians 14.2 For the one who speaks in tongues does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him, but he utters mysteries in the Spirit. And so this verse, we'll go back to forth. okay? This verse here utters mysteries in the Spirit. You see, there are things that you and I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But when we pray in tongues, the Holy Spirit revealing mysteries and saying, God, this door here is available to him. Open that door for him. I don't know. But tongues unlocks that and says we like utters mysteries in the Spirit. Next verse. We read this earlier. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. How many of you have ever felt weakness? Weak. No, I have. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. Verse before that again. But utters mysteries in the Spirit. If you actually do a real depth Bible study of this, you'll see that that's what tongues is. Tongues, you don't know what you are saying. You don't know what you are saying. But the Spirit of God says, Ah, your Spirit's praying. The Spirit prays on your behalf. And my last verse, 1st Corinthians 14, 14. For if I pray in the tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. 1st Corinthians 14, 4. He who speaks in the tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. Here's a big word right here. He who speaks in tongues, what's the word? Edify. Edifies. Edify, say it again. Edifies. Edifies. edifies himself. But he probably says edifies the church. so what edifies mean? Edifies is, they get the Greek word as a building. They build up. So if you yourself are saying, like, I am so depressed, I don't know what to do, I don't know where to go, I'm so lost, this is where tongues come into place. Because I, I can say for myself, I've spoken tongues, I felt so so down and depressed. I just say, you know what? I was praying in tongues right now. Start so praying in tongues and just suddenly because to shift with me. I'm to pray. So here is the challenge. My encouragement to us tonight is this: to seek out the Holy Spirit. And I say, Lord, fill me with your spirit. And here's how it is. The Spirit of God will fill you up, but get this, it's up to you to speak. And something small and simple. First, it was like, I don't know, how was your order the Spirit when you first started? just said Yeah, I just started out that. But later on, she started shaking and started crying. And I was like, okay, then the Spirit just took over. But here's the thing is, the willingness, the heart. Are you willing to be open to the Spirit to indwell in you? So tonight, if you say, I don't know, it's not, maybe not for me, Steve, I don't know, it's kind of weird for me. A little spooky dookie, like, I'm not sure about all this. No worries. It's all good. But here's my encouragement for you. Is for you, if you're not sure about this, do your own research. But actually, we're supposed to do this, this, this Thursday. I would like us to actually do a Bible study here and spend time of prayer, praying in tongues. I would like for us this Thursday, anyone who wants to come, just spend a good 20, 30 minutes praying in tongues and see what happens. See what begins to shift. You know, what's funny is that at a Dr. Dung Cho's church, church, the Rolls-Royce Church in South Korea, they would have a prayer meeting of over 100,000 people at their stadium, just their leaders. And he goes, okay, time to pray. Ready? Go! And they just say, go. And literally, watch the that type of uh, South Korea prayer meeting. And the guy just says, go! And 100,000 people start praying in tongues. They don't know what to pray for. They're just praying in the Spirit. But you'll see people who like, start speaking in tongues, shaking, baking, or whatever. People just going crazy. And they'll do that for hours. Why? How do they do it for hours? Because it's not them praying. It's the Spirit praying through them. And it is ridiculous. So, every eyes closed, every head bowed. I have a question for you. If you're here tonight and you're saying, Stephen, you know what? Yes, I would love for the Holy Spirit to dwell in me. And to fill me with the Holy Spirit. My friends first comes the desire. It first comes with a desire in your heart if you actually want this If that's even nice thing, get desire to speak in tongues for the Holy Spirit you just look at me if you can just open your palms to heaven right now and repeat this prayer after me and say, Holy Spirit fill me up fill me with your Holy Spirit
1: just repeat yourself and under your breath in your
0: substance say, fill me just fill me I'm going to pray over you in tongues whatever the Holy Spirit wants to pray over But this Thursday we'll practice it more. But just receive right now from the Holy Spirit. And just
1: say under your breath and receive it. And if something comes out of your mouth, let it come out of your mouth. می خطره بابا موسون در بابا بسته در Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord,
0: I pray that we would dig deeper and dive into you more. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your dwelling. Thank you, power of God, that you are moving something spiritual here in our lives. God, I pray for every person tonight and everyone watching our broadcasts who has a little desire that they would do deeper research a revelation right now, God, of your spirit, and may this third his prayer meeting be a prayer meeting like never before had been in the big church. We thank you, we honor you, we glorify your name. Empower us now with your Holy Spirit, we give you all the praise and glory. listening to this life-giving message from living faith church for more information about our church text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303 don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and we will see you next time on the living faith church podcast